0: Hello, I'm so glad that you tuned into this podcast. I believe that God has something great in store for you today You know, I've been studying and really the Lord has been speaking to me on the aspect of vision We are in a season right now that we need the vision of God for our life like never before So today we're going to talk about how to discover the right vision for your life. Not a vision The vision the right vision and we're going to talk about how the vision of God sustains us until we experience the, the fulfillment of our journey, how it carries us to destiny. So stay tuned. Come on, let's grow together. My name is Craig Jones. I want to thank you again for joining us. You know, I've, I tell you what, this is only our second podcast, but we've already heard so many wonderful things of people that have been blessed by this. I want to thank you for uh, for partnering with us and saying, you know what, I want to grow. I'm excited to grow with you as well. It's important. I believe we live in a season and a time right now where God is doing something great in His kingdom. And for us to experience the fullness of what He has for us in this, in the kingdom right now, we need the vision of God. I believe that God has called us to be people of vision. You know, I've been a person of vision for a long time. In fact, I I will talk about this a little later on, but really the vision of God has really sustained me and protected me so much in life. God wants us to be people of vision because if we don't have vision, we'll never experience destiny. And I know about you and you, but I want to experience the destiny God has planned for me. So we're going to talk about how, how, how we experience the fresh vision of God, the fresh vision, not just a vision, the vision, and a fresh vision. I'm not talking about yesterday's vision. In fact, that's my number one point. The first point is stop looking back. If you're going to find the right vision for you in your life, you've got to stop looking backwards. Your vision isn't found in yesterday. A lot of people keep wishing for a better yesterday, or they keep wishing to get to replay the victories of yesterday. It's like there are some Christians, they're almost like, like a a high school football star trying to live out their glory days. Those days are over. Let me tell you something. I am so thankful for what I've experienced in my life because I've seen God do some amazing things. I grew up in the 80s. I saw what God was doing in the body of Christ in the 80s. I remember the 90s. I really came to my own personal development in the 90s. I have so many wonderful memories of listening to powerful worship music. Uh, you know, I tell you what, there's something about, you could put on a Brownsville CD and, it, and tears will just begin to well up in my eyes. I remember so many pivotal times in my life where the Holy Spirit ministered to me through those seasons. And I'm so thankful for what he did in the 80s and what he did in the 90s. But the truth is, We serve a right now God. And God has a vision and a plan right now. He has a plan for where we are right now. And we're not going to experience that right now vision and plan if we're looking at yesterday, wishing to have that recreated. Let me tell you something. Those that saw God do something significant in the 80s, those who saw God do something significant in the 90s, those who saw the revivals in the 90s and 2000s, they weren't wishing for God to recreate the 60s and the 70s. They were tapping into the present flow of the river of God. They were, they were getting, they were getting a right now Rhema word about the glory of God and what he was up to. And that's how they experienced it. So for you to experience what God is doing right now in this season, because he's moving, you may not be experiencing that in your life. And if you're not, you need to get in the right stream. You need to get around the right people. You need to get around the Holy Spirit. You need to get in the right word. You need to have faith on the inside of you because God is doing something right now on the earth. The amazing thing is that God is doing something amazing and He wants to do it with you and I. But for us to experience it, we have to be people of vision. And vision is not about yesterday. It's not about wishing for a better yesterday. Vision is also not about what's around you. We get so caught up in trying to borrow vision Borrow vision. You know, as a pastor, I have been to so many pastors' conferences. I love going to conferences. I love getting together with the pastors. I love discovering how they overcame their, their own struggles, their own circumstances, things that are going on right now. Because let me tell you something. A pastor today has a unique set of circumstances as somebody in the 90s. I'm thankful for the wisdom that they bring, but there are also things that we are facing today. I love getting around other people, but I also know a lot of pastors and leaders that when they get it, go to a conference like that, they walk away from that conference, and what they do is they capture somebody else's vision, and they capture somebody else's goals. We talked about that last week. If we're not careful, you know, goals are contagious. We look on Facebook, and we end up with a goal because we see what somebody else is doing, and we say, I want that in my, in my life. God's plan is so much bigger than a goal. God's plan is vision, and vision is divine. That doesn't happen because we imitate somebody else. You know, Paul said that we are to be imitators of God. If we're going to be an imitator of God, that means we can't be an imitator of other people. You need to be who God has called you to be. See, there's something powerful in that. See, God has made you unique, I'm unique. God has a unique calling in your life, and when we try to replicate somebody else, let me tell you something, imitation is cheap. That's the truth. I believe wholeheartedly in learning from others, but I tell you, I hate it when people come to me and they say, you know what? You should do it like this because so-and-so does it this way. You should preach like this because so-and-so. Over the years, I've had so many people that they have so many suggestions of, of how I should minister the Word and so many suggestions of the songs that we should sing in worship. Let me tell you something. I have no problem with learning from other people, but I'm going to be uniquely who God has called me to be. And I want you to be uniquely who God has called you to be. And we can't do that if we're trying to imitate somebody else. It's not about somebody else's vision and somebody else's plan because what happens is when you get when you when you steal their vision, then you have to steal their steps. And basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to recreate their successes. But God has a plan that's uniquely yours. God made you uniquely you. You need to understand that. Only you have been through what you've been through. And let me tell you something. What you've been through does not define you. A lot of people say, well, you know, I don't know. What what can God use me for? I've been through this. And let me tell you something. What you've been through, where you've been, that does not define you. What defines you is what God is speaking over you. And what God is speaking over you is something uniquely designed for you. We need to get a hold of that. You know, one way we get a hold of that is we let go of the fear of man and the approval of man. I'm not trying to make anybody else happy. I tell my church all the time, I live for the well done. I live every moment of my life to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what matters to me. And that should be what matters to you. Instead of I want to be like this person because I want their accolades, and I want their success, and I want their I want their respect. No, you want what God has for you. Trust me, that's the only thing that's going to satisfy you is God's plan and God's destiny for your life. If you're not pursuing God's destiny, you're going to feel an emptiness on the inside of you. So you can't try to be somebody else. Understand God has made you uniquely you. Your path is yours. And where you've been through, what you've come through in your life has uniquely shaped you. I think about little David. Little David, as he was going out to meet Goliath, Goliath, a great and mighty foe that the rest of the nation of Israel, that nobody, nobody would even dare go out on the field to meet him. They were all terrified of this giant. And little David stepped up and said, I'll go, I'll go fight him. And Saul said, here, take my armor. And David said, I can't do that. It's not tested. What David went out there was not with a sword and not with armor. What he went out there was with a slingshot. Now, David was a shepherd, and most people would say, well, being a shepherd, that doesn't prepare you to be a warrior. But what God was doing was God was placing a tool in his hand to where, where nobody else would be able to fight hand-to-hand combat with a giant and bring him down. But from a distance, David could take an anointed stone, he could whip that thing, strike that giant right between the eyes and drop him dead on the spot because God had given him a unique skill set God has given you a unique skill set. Be who God has called you to be. Don't be an imitator of somebody else. Stop being a cheap knockoff of somebody else's ministry. Be you. But it's going to take confidence to do that. You're going to have to have confidence in what God has said you are. And say, I'm not trying to be somebody else. I just want to be what God has made me to be. So we got to quit looking backwards. we got to quit looking around. And we got to look forward. That's where vision is found. Vision is found looking forward. There's something powerful about that because when you have when you have vision in your in your line of sight, not only does it keep you looking forward, but vision keeps you moving forward. Vision keeps you moving forward. It keeps you from where you get. Have you ever felt stuck in your life? I said recently. Have you ever gone through? Have you ever driven home before and you think, How in the world did I get there? Well, I don't even remember driving home. Well, you know what. There are people that have gone through entire years and they go, how in the world did this past year get by me? I don't even, what even happened this year? What's going on in my life? Because they have been stagnant and gotten stuck because they don't have vision. Vision not only keeps you looking forward, vision keeps you moving forward. And see, the amazing thing is that when vision keeps you moving forward, vision keeps you out of trouble. (laughs) Wow, this is powerful. In my own life, I can give you my own testimony. Um, People ask me, they've asked me many times, they've said, you know, when did you know you were called to preach? When did you know you were called to be a pastor? You know, the truth is, I can't point to a specific moment in my life. I can point to so many times in my life that the Lord affirmed that calling on my life. But I can't point to a specific moment and say, well, that's when I knew that I was called. Because the truth is, ever since I was a little boy, all I've ever known is the call of God. When most little boys are dreaming of being firefighters or policemen or astronauts, as a little boy, I used to set up church services in my living room and make my parents sit down and act like I was preaching the Word because I all I ever knew was that desire to be a minister of the gospel. Now, that was powerful in my life that it was ingrained in such a young age because it protected me. I always lived with this sense of destiny. And because I've lived with this sense of destiny, when temptations came, when distractions came, I didn't give in because I, I had this weight on me not, now I I'm not saying a burden. it's not a burden. What I do for the Lord is not a burden. It never felt like a burden but it felt like there was there was there was a weight to my life. My life was worth more than momentary pleasure and because I had vision it kept me moving forward which kept me out of trouble because when you have vision, you don't have time for silly squabbles, you don't have time for distractions, you don't have time for the enemy's deception you got to say, I, I, I've i got something to do. You know, I think about that when 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 Jesus' parents went to go find him when they thought that he was lost, and they went and found him in the temple. He said, he, you know, he's basically what he's saying is, you know, why, why would you look anywhere else? Don't you know that I'm going to be about my father's business? He wasn't out getting in trouble somewhere. He was about his father's business. When you have vision in your life, it'll keep you out of trouble. If you find yourself getting caught up in all kinds of distractions around you, you need to question and say, you know what? Do I have real vision on the inside of me? Because when I have real vision on the inside of me, it keeps me moving forward. I I, I can't afford to be be distracted by what's on the the right or the left. I've got to stay focused on the goal. I got to stay focused on the plan. I got to stay focused on the journey God has given me. The Bible says that where there is no vision, the people perish. Now I understand that that means there's a there's an aspect of perish which means they have no life. Uh, uh, an ending uh, uh, of life but literally what it means is to throw off self control now we know that that ends that ends in a a loss of life but where there is no vision the people throw off self control there is no discipline in their life because there is no vision when you have vision there there's discipline in your life because you know there's a plan and you got to keep following the plan god has for you you got to keep following the plan. you got to stick to the plan God has for you. See, some, something that people don't recognize about vision, vision, the voice of God, the direction of God, it's progressive. Let me explain to you what that means because this is really important for you to understand. It keeps you moving forward because it's progressive. It's constantly growing. It's constant. the vision of God is, the direction of God, the voice of God is constantly growing. The direction of God is, is, is progressive. It's always, it's, 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 it's moving and growing. God is, God, God doesn't lead you to one place and go, oh, that was it. Now just enjoy this for the next 30 years. Your life, your life and your destiny is never over. When I was young and I was in Bible school, I'll never forget going to a nursing home and ministering to a, a, a woman that was in her late eighties and, um, I asked her what she wanted in her life. And the first thing she said was, she said, I've been serving the Lord for over 80 years. And I know God is real because I believe it in my heart. I gave my heart to the Lord at a young age. My father was a Methodist circuit pastor. I've given my heart to the Lord. I believe in God, but I've never felt him before. And I'd like to feel the Lord. So the first thing I did was I said, well, let's pray for that. I took her by the hands and I knelt down in front of her and I prayed, I asked God, I said, Holy Spirit, touch this sweet woman right here. She has served you all of her life. But she's never felt you. She's never experienced you. She just didn't know how to. And I prayed for her and I asked the Holy Spirit to touch her. And I opened up my eyes and I saw big tears run down her face. And she said, I feel him. I feel him for the first time in my life. I feel him. And I was so moved in that moment. And after a couple of minutes of just letting the Holy Spirit minister to her, I said, was there anything else you want me to pray for? And I'll never forget this. This stuck with me for so long. This, 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 this is such a powerful moment in my life. She said, you know what I would like you to pray for me about? Pray for me that I would discover God's destiny for my life so I can fulfill His will. And I thought most people would think, I'm in my twilight years. I'm not even in my own home anymore. I'm in a nursing home. I'm, I'm just waiting for the closing of the curtain. But that woman said, no, God's got a plan for my life, and I want to fulfill that plan for my life. Let me tell you something. You never, you never reach that pinnacle, that point, and then it's over. God's always got more for you. When God gives you a vision and you reach, reach up and you, and you make it to a place God has for you, He puts another goalpost in front of you and said, "Now run to this." Now there's more for you because He's always taken us from glory to glory. He's always taken us from one degree of glory to another degree of glory because He wants us to always be stretching and growing in our faith. See, you need to understand that vision is an expression of faith. It's an expression of faith. When you have vision, you have have the faith of God. With vision comes the faith to fulfill it. I love it because in the New Covenant... Every command of the Lord comes with the power to fulfill it. God never... Let me learn this. This will set you free right here. God never asks something from you that He hasn't first deposited inside of you. Whatever He's calling you to do, He's telling you to do it because He's already placed in you the capacity to fulfill that thing. So when you get vision, you've got faith to accomplish it. And when you have faith, what happens is your vision will plow over every obstacle. When you have vision, you're not intimidated by setbacks. You may encounter a setback. and You may go, oh, oh man, i tell you what. I don't know. Just things aren't looking like they're going to work out for me. But when you got vision, you say, it doesn't matter what things look like. I know what he said. I know what the Father has declared over me, and I'm going to accomplish that thing. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. My, My setback, I heard one minister say it this way, your setback is a setup for a comeback. Because I don't allow my circumstances to dictate who God is. I allow my God to dictate what my circumstances are going to be. It's powerful when you live, live life that way. So when you have vision, you aren't, you aren't moved by your setbacks and you aren't moved by obstacles. When you see a mountain in front of you, you plow over that mountain because vision carries you forward because vision has faith. If you say you're a person of faith, then you're a person of vision. I challenge you in that. Some people say, well, I, 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 got, I, I got faith. Well, you got faith. Do you have vision then? Do you know what you're pursuing? With vision comes the faith of God to fulfill it. When you have vision, you are not moved by the way things look. It doesn't matter what it looks like because you have the truth of God's Word. Let me tell you something about the truth of God's Word. Truth changes facts. Now, you may have never heard that before, but it's true. You may have facts that are in front of you right now. Maybe the doctors have given you a list of facts. Maybe your financial situation, you look at your, 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 your bank account and there's a, there's, a, there's a list of facts there. Maybe, maybe, maybe according to all of your circumstances, there are facts that are standing in the way. But let me tell you something, truth changes facts. When you have the truth of God's word, those facts have to bow to what God's plan is for your life. That's why you got to be a person of vision. Because when, you have a, when you're a person of vision, you won't give up and you won't quit. You keep on marching forward until you fulfill that thing God has called you to do. I tell you what, I feel this burning on the inside of me right now. I hope you do too. Get a hold of this in your life. When you get vision, you lose your quitting sense. You, you remove the quit option from your life. You say, you know what, I'm not going to quit and I'm not going to give up because God has a plan for me. God's plan for me is better than my momentary setback. God's plan for me is bigger than my circumstances. God's got a plan for you. He said, he said, he goes, I I know the plan I have for you, plan to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. God's going to give you a hope and a future. God's got a determined outcome for your life. You need to understand that it doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. God's plan is going to come to pass as long as you're holding on to his hand and doing what He's called you to do. So we, you got to get a hold of that vision. you got to say, you know what, God? I don't want to live according to my own plans. I don't want to copy and imitate somebody else's goals. I don't want to be a cheap replica. I want to be the unique me you've called me to be. Well, if that's you right now, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that you will allow God right now, the Holy Spirit, to speak to you Allow him to plant a dream, a vision on the inside of you. You know, and I'm going, to, I'm going to go ahead and warn you right now. When God gives you a vision, it might scare you. It might scare you because what God will call you to do will always be bigger than you. Again, like I said, he's placed inside of you the capacity in your born-again spirit, in who we are, in new creations in Christ. We have the capacity to fulfill that thing, but it won't be done within our own strength and our human ability or our flesh. So when God drops a vision on the inside of you, it may shock you. Habakkuk was saying, you know, I want that vision. And he said, you know what? I can't even tell you what I have planned for you because if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. God's plan may shock you, Because God is the kind of God that will tell you, I'm going to give you children as the sands of the sea when you and your wife can't have one child. That's what he told to Abraham, the father of the nation of Israel. I'll give you children as the sands of the sea. And they had been believing God for one child and couldn't even get one child. That's the kind of God we serve. He will plant in you a vision that's bigger than you could have ever imagined. But you need to trust that what God places in you, it's his power in you that will accomplish that thing. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power which worketh in us. How about that? God can do more than we could ever ask or think and it comes according to the power that's working only inside of us. So I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will breathe that vision into you. Holy Spirit, right now, you know exactly where every single one of us are. You know what we need to hear. Some of us, were looking backwards. We're trying to replicate yesterday's vision. We're trying to replicate yesterday's successes, but God, you are bigger than that. So I thank you, Lord, that you'll help turn our heads forward, our faces forward. Some people are looking at somebody else's vision and they're trying to become a cheap replica of somebody else. God, help us to discover our uniqueness. Help us to understand who you made us to be and give us the confidence to walk that out. And not live according to the dictates of somebody else, but live according to what you have spoken and declared over our lives. I speak and declare right now that vision is coming alive on the inside of you. I pray that the vision of God is burning in you like it's burning right now in me. I feel it. I pray that the vision of God lives so big on the inside of you that you, that you, you get radically crazy and you lose that quitting option that you got the faith in you, that you run over every mountain, plow through every obstacle and roadblock, and you won't quit because you know God is going to bring it to pass. If God said it, it is so. So I thank you, Lord, right now for for putting that courageous faith on the inside of us that comes with that vision and allowing to run the race that is set before us. You're going to use this to accomplish great things, and we thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, a couple things I want to tell you about. I said, I pastor Abiding Church. I want to invite you, if you're in the North Georgia area, come over and visit us. We have have people, we have families, multiple families that drive from Tennessee that come to be a part of the church. God is doing something here at Abiding Church, and I want you to come out and be with us. We have services on Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., That's our prayer time. Come and join us for either of those services. Also, this next Sunday night, we are relaunching our School of the Supernatural. That's at six o'clock right here in the sanctuary. This is a joint effort between our church and Believers College, which is our ministry school. And what this is, this is free to the public. It's open to anyone to come. We believe that God has called us to raise up the body of Christ to walk in the realm of the supernatural. So I would invite you to come on out and sit, you're going to hear Holy Spirit inspired teaching. We we believe in activating. We don't. I don't want somebody just sitting getting fat on the word. We we believe that God that God God is equipping you to to walk and fulfill what He's called you to do. So come out and join us Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Learn to walk in the supernatural realm that God has called you to do. He's called you to more, and we can't do it in our own strength. It comes in His strength and His ability. So come out and join us. It's a free night of training. We worship. We have an impartation. It's powerful. You don't want to miss it. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you, and I'm excited for what God has in store for your life. Thank you for joining us. I pray that you are blessed, encouraged, and given hope to grow into all that God has for you. If you enjoyed today's broadcast, please like, subscribe, and share it with your family and friends. And don't forget to join us for our next podcast. And remember, no matter what things look like with God, all things are possible.